Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. It's Williams in motion. Low snap. Melrose stopped. Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. Washington hangs on and wins the All-State Sugar Bowl in the college football playoff semifinal. Hey, welcome in. Glad you are here. As we begin a new week, a new year on the Gimme the Honks Chuck podcast presented by Wanker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. Hope everyone's New Year's went well. The holiday season's officially over. I mean, I guess some people got Tuesday off as, you know, January 1st fell on Monday. So Tuesday was an off day for some. But everybody's back to work now. Today, Wednesday as we record this edition of the podcast. So at some point over the next week or so, all the decorations have got to come down. Everything's got to be packed away. You're going to have to climb the stairs into the attic, put all this stuff up until we roll around to December next year. You know, there's always that guy that keeps his Christmas lights up all year long. We had a guy live down the street from us growing up. Christmas lights never moved. All year long, they were up. I know, it, you know, it looked kind of trashy, but when you think about it, you know, he never had to worry about getting up and getting down and all that stuff. At any rate, a lot of stuff's happened since we spoke last. Football, primarily. And we're going to focus on that as we get underway today. The SEC goes 5-4 and four in the bowl game. Saturday, Ole Miss beat Penn State. Auburn lost to Maryland. Georgia mauled a depleted Florida State team 63-3. to And Joe Tess had something to say about it as he was calling the game on ESPN. The football part of college football is glorious. We have great players and coaches and games and the second most popular sport in America, and it's a great product on the field. The business of college football, the infrastructure of college football is broken. A calendar where you have the transfer portal, the early signing day, the coaches' turmoil and silly season of hirings and firings, of players coming and going while you're trying to bowl prep, that is pure chaos. Of course he's right, but the fact that the playoff was so good on Monday has perhaps made everybody forget about how lousy some of the other bowl games were. Now, I'm not going to complain about the other bowl games, at least not right now, because I thought the college football playoff was fantastic. The Michigan-Alabama game, who could ask for more? Washington beats Texas. You know, the truth is, in our part of the world, we've not seen Washington play enough for whatever reason. I can only speak for myself, but I doubt I'm alone. I've just not seen them play enough. But, man, they were impressive. And that went over Texas. I mean, that Michael Penix Jr., he's a player. Two great games. Two absolutely fantastic football games. And no SEC team is going to be in the championship game. Because, just for the record, the SEC's best team somehow blew it in the league championship game and was relegated to play in Florida State in the Citrus Bowl. Georgia's the best team in the SEC. 
I watched all the playoff games just like you did, and nobody's going to convince me Georgia couldn't have beaten every single one of those teams. Now, I don't cry any tears for them. I mean, they had their chance in the SEC championship game, and they blew it. But I still think Georgia is the best team in the Southeastern Conference. I still think Georgia is the best team in the country. But, of course, we won't find out because Washington and Michigan will play on Monday night in Houston. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to call it early. Washington's going to win this game. Washington's better offensively. They are more explosive than Michigan. I thought Alabama would beat Michigan by virtue of explosive plays, and they just never came. Michigan whipped them at the line of scrimmage. You could see it right at the beginning of the ball game that it was going to be a tough row to hoe for Alabama. And indeed it was. But I think Washington, I mean, they've got a great offensive line. I mean, their offensive line won the Joe Moore Award, best offensive line in the country. They give Penix time to throw. And that's really all they need to do because this guy's the real deal. And I know Jalen Daniels was really good. And I'm not going to argue with Jalen Daniels winning the Heisman Trophy. But you put Michael Penix in a different part of the country other than stuck up there in the Pacific Northwest, he's the runaway winner because I think he's the best player in the country based on what I saw in that that game against Texas. But it ought to be a good game on Monday night. That's all that's left for college football this year. Now, back to what Joe Tess was saying a minute ago. We're going to hear more conversation about this, I'm sure, in the coming days on how to fix college football, what needs to be done to fix college football. You know, you had bowl games all over the place with, I mean, teams playing with nobodies. And Florida State was one of them. I mean, true freshmen. Teams were just overmatched and overpowered. It happened all over the college football landscape. Now, there were a few good games here and there, but a lot of these games were mismatches. Not all that many of them were terribly interesting. Just to be real truthful, the Pop-Tarts Bowl, until we got to the LSU-Wisconsin game, Pop-Tarts Bowl was the best game. Now you think about that. Pop-Tarts Bowl was the best game until we got to the Citrus Bowl. That's kind of where it is right now in college football. I have come to one conclusion, that if they would do away with this early signing period in December, that some of this, some of this would be negated. Certainly not all of it. Certainly not all of it. But if you didn't have this signing period in December, I don't know that all these players that rushed into the portal would rush in as quickly because they'd have a little bit longer before they had to sign. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I do know those playoff games were good on Monday night, and I suspect Michigan uh, and uh, Washington will be good this coming Monday night as well. Hey, the new year brings changes, and if you are in the real estate market, and by that I mean if you are buying or selling, Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company, is still the name you need to remember. It was that way in 2023, and it's going to be that way in 2024 as well. This is the top Weikert franchise in America. There's a reason for that. Part of it's the training. Nobody's better trained than a Weikert agent. I can guarantee you that. My experience with them as a buyer and a seller on multiple occasions was that I was... I knew I was dealing with the best trained. I knew that the person representing me was going to handle everything in the fashion that I'd hoped they would. And it worked out well every time. 
And I think that'll be your experience, too. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. And you can always log on to WikerGriffin.com. Tuck, 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 man. I tell you what, I'd rather listen to you and watch the game at the same time. That way there I get some good commentary. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, as we continue on, on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast, let's talk a little basketball. Razorbacks in Auburn, Saturday afternoon, Bud Walton Arena, conference opener. All the pre-conference games are done. While we were away, the Razorbacks knocked off North Carolina Wilmington 106-90 at Bud Walton Arena. It was an up-and-down game. I mean, it was a track meet. Arkansas won by 16. They're 9-4 and four as they prepare to open conference play. Now, they're a different team with Keon Manyfield. I mean, they are. In fact, when we talk to Matt Jones later in the week, we're going to talk some more about this kid. When you look at what Arkansas has done in the last three halves, I think they've scored 161 points in the last three halves. He started all three of them. This guy's a difference maker. The team's getting better. Now, one player does not a team make, but the players obviously enjoy playing with him. We notice it on the offensive end. Team-wise, defensively, with or without Menifield, there's improvement to make. But now, you know, Muss sounded an encouraging tone, I thought, in the aftermath of the Wilmington ball game. This is what he said post-game, and, and we'll talk about it some more on the other side. I've said it over and over that this team really practices hard, um, and this team has great shoot-arounds. And, and I think that the second half of the last game, and then tonight, you know, I think we've played – the last 60 minutes has probably been our best basketball of the year other than the 40 minutes against Duke. So I think we're moving and trending in the right direction. And and now, obviously, things change. Big game on Saturday against Auburn. And, and uh, you know, would expect this place to be absolutely bedlam, would expect it to be sold out, and expect incredible energy in the building in, in, in Bud Walton on, on next Saturday afternoon, which is going to be, you know, our guys will be excited to play in that environment and we'll all want to be a part of, of uh, the start of SEC play. See, I think you can hear in the tone of his voice that he feels better about his basketball team now that he's got a true point guard, now that there's a pace to the play. And if they can shore some things up on the defensive end, and that's a big if, but if they can, uh, they've still got a chance to be really good by the time this thing's said and done. Now, having said that, Auburn's really good now. Auburn's the opponent on Saturday. They beat Penn by 20 on Tuesday night. They're going to come in here 11-2, and ranked number 25 in the country. Bruce Pearl's an elite coach, and you know he's always going to have a good team. And Arkansas is going to have to fight to get a win on Saturday. I don't have any qualms at all about saying that. Everything's going to be that way. I think for this team in conference play, as I look at 18 games remaining in front of the Razorbacks, there's not a single one of them, not a single one of them, that I look at and say, yep, 
we're going to win that ball game. By the same token, I don't look at any of them and say, no way we can win that. Now, there's a few that will be a little harder than others on the road, and there's a few at home that will be a little easier than some of the others. Auburn does not fall into that category. And we'll see what happens on Saturday. But, you know, the league right now has got four teams ranked. Tennessee's ranked fifth. Kentucky's ranked sixth. Ole Miss is ranked 22nd. Auburn ranked, Auburn's ranked 25th. But, yeah, there are a lot of teams out there with good records. You know, Wednesday night, a week from Wednesday, you know, Arkansas is going to play Auburn Saturday. They play Georgia in Athens on Wednesday. Georgia's 10-3, and three, guys. And then they go to Florida on Saturday. They're not coming home. They're going to stay on the road, go from Athens to Gainesville, Florida. Florida's 10-3. and three. They're playing well. All these teams are winning all their games at home, too. After that, you come back, you play Texas A&M. They're 9-4. and four. So you don't have the luxury of a slow start in conference play because of the fact you've lost four games. Now, you know, I will not pretend to understand everything about the net. But I know that as I looked at the rankings, I think that maybe four of the teams Arkansas has already played are in the top 15. And that doesn't include the teams they will play in Southeastern Conference action. So I I don't know how all this works. I know they've got to win games. And I know they don't have the luxury of stumbling out of the gate in conference play. We'll talk more about Auburn later in the week when we visit with Matt Jones. How'd you do in bowl season? If you're a Bet Saracen app customer, Bet Saracen app wager, Bet Saracen app aficionado, I know the bowl seasons were big. All the games were big. When you added up the numbers at the end, how'd it go? You got to get it all back in that Michigan game. Michigan's a five point favorite according to the Bet Saracen app. If you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you're missing out. It's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. Now, I know there are Vegas odds, but I know if you're going to bet Vegas odds legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I know there are a lot of laws in our state that keep most of these national betting apps from operating in our state. So if you're going to be the most informed, and really if you're going to have the most fun, the Bet Saracen app is the app you need to download. All sorts of in-game bets. There's things the Razorbacks are going to play, for example, on Saturday. There's going to be all kinds of wagering opportunities on your favorite hogs. In-game betting, parlays, it's all there. If you've not downloaded it, there's a how-to-play video, and they'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. Full conference slate on Saturday. The game of the weekend, I guess, is going to be uh, Ole Miss at Tennessee. Ole Miss is not lost yet, 13-0. Tennessee's 10-3, ranked number five. That's at 5 o'clock on the SEC Network on Saturday. Don't want to get out of here without mentioning my man Ricky Council, former Razorback, called up by the Sixers from the G League. You know, he'd been the leading scorer in the G League for a time this year. He was called up by the Sixers, played six minutes on Tuesday night, his regular season debut as an NBA player. He played a lot in the exhibition season, summer league. But this was his regular season debut. Played six minutes, put up one shot, didn't make it. Hasn't scored yet. But the Sixers will play again on Friday night at home against the New York Knicks. All right, that's enough for today. When we gather on Friday, we'll visit with Razorback great Matt Jones. We'll be getting ready for the conference opener, Arkansas and Auburn. I want to get Matt's picks for Michigan-Washington, too. So uh, we've got a lot to uh, deal with on Friday. Hope you'll be around then. Until then, thanks for listening.
subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.